Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. My favorite greet that I love doing is, hey, what's up, party people? Uh, how, are we, <laughs> how are we doing today? Like, you know, because you're just setting the tone that they're going to have a good time. Yeah. But you can't, you can't do that to, like, two lawyers with their wife, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you can, and they'll love it. Yeah. But it's like you have to, you have to feel that vibe. Hi, welcome to the Modern Waiter Podcast. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter, where we discuss all things restaurant business. Learn something. Laugh at something. <laughs> on today's episode, we level up on service with John Demiglio. Did I say that right? That's perfect. All right. And later on in the show, we will play a game of Would You Rather? But first, the intro. I'm tired of working dead beat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. If you know the rules of the game, then you'll stay. And if you don't, then you'll be a pawn while they play. I'm tired of working dead beat jobs for lame pay. As usual, I'm joined by my good friend Danny Davila. What's up, what's up, what's up, people? Now, we are in the we're in Georgia. We're not in Atlanta. We're outside Atlanta. We're outside the A. John, where are we? We are in Kennesaw. Uh, yeah, we're we're here visiting my Do man. They have orange juice here? I see orange. I see Kennesaw orange juice. Like I've seen that before. Is that like where they make it? Is here? Or is that in Florida? I think it's that's Florida. Florida. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I just, we're not going to steal it. that thunder from you guys. <laughs> I got to ask. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, Georgia gets kind of cold, so that'll kill yeah. them oranges. I know. I was, I was like, well, do they make that? Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a, we have Kennesaw, and it's a quality orange juice. Yeah, it is. It's really good. Yeah. Not a sponsor. No. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. So, <laughs> listen, we are here, and this is why we do this. We love, we love, uh, we love the industry we love the people and the people have something to say something we've been around for yeah. a little bit and we are here we're recording our first of three podcasts so thank you so much for joining us no doubt thanks for having me tell me about your experience in in the industry through the lens of leveling up yeah um i guess i've been leveling up for 20 years now so it's, it's always uh something i kind of also try to teach my kids is just every day man you just got to get better every day yeah so you know I definitely started out in the lower tiers of restaurants and worked my way up to what is now the number one restaurant in Atlanta one of it was just a nice process to get there you know and I did it through having really good mentors really good co-workers and just putting in the time what was your first position? Were you always a server? No, I actually started as a dishwasher. Oh, oh wow. That's, so, you started the hardest. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I started as a dishwasher, um, worked my way up to salads, to lead line. Uh, that was up in Maine when I was living up in Maine, in Portland, Maine. I worked for a, a, a seafood restaurant. Okay. So, lived up there for a little while, came back down to Connecticut, where I'm from, to New Haven, Enjoyed not working for a little while, and then till my wife or girlfriend, she was like, "All right, you gotta get a job." So <laughs> I rolled up to this place. I I said, "Hey, I'm a chef. I'm looking for a job." And they said, "Well, we don't have any, you know, chef jobs for you. Do you want to be a waiter?" Mm-hmm. Okay. And I said, "Oh, well, I never really thought about it." He said, "Well, look, it's uh, it's all I got for you right now." So. So I took it, and I just I was really lucky. the The guy who trained me, he was really just a, a great server, great server. He he said, "Look, I'm gonna." It, and this was a, a rib place. Okay. I mean, try our onion loaf. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, "Look, I'm gonna. This is you know, it is what it is. But I'm gonna train you so you could work at any restaurant at any level." So he told you not only he taught you not only how to serve there, but serve in right. general. In general, okay. that's Good. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So I was, I mean, super lucky. He, he was talented. Talented guy, educated guy. And he was like one of those guys that didn't even need to work. His parents had so much money. But he did it for fun. He loved doing it. It was his chosen career. Mm-hmm. So he was good at it. And he, so, I, so I learned that from there. 
until one of my friends stepped in who had a nicer restaurant. Okay, we're opening this restaurant. It's right on the water. Uh, you know, I want you to be a part of it. So came on board, opened that restaurant, worked there for a couple years. Great experience. Take me back to the time when you're leaving the rib place. Yeah. And you're going to, you're leveling up to Chart House. What insecurities did you have? Because I certainly have butterflies when I'm going somewhere and I don't know ingredients or even how to spell them or say them. Yeah. Or methods of cooking mm -hmm. are a little bit different. Did you have any, any experience of, of feeling a little bit insecure? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I went from working with a t-shirt to, uh, you know, buttoned up white, white shirt, mm. nice apron, beautiful restaurant. I mean, we're right on the water, glass windows, kind of like the restaurant you work at, you work at where yeah. they pull the boats up, okay. yachts are coming in, rich people. You know, I went from serving in this podunk town to like, you know, yachts pulling up. So it, it was, but I'm also very conceited. So um, I kind of believed in myself and nice. knew I could do it. My friend brought me in for a reason. Uh, I have the food background. So uh, I think the only reservations I, I had was the language yeah. aspect of it, mm -hmm. because there definitely is a way to talk to educated people. And that's a little different from selling onion loaves. So I think just the language and the so your language changes, which is very interesting. I've ne I've never really verbalized that before to other people that the way that you address your guests are different and the way that you carry yourself is a little bit different. I'll share with you something that struck me when I, I went from a very casual place when I moved to Florida. Mm -hmm. I was just I just wanted a job. So I just got the first thing that I could get. And then I was there for about five weeks, not even. When uh, a friend of mine started working at, at the old place, what struck me was the first few times I had to drop a check that was expensive. And I felt like a bit of a fraud, <laughs> you know, because I was used to a certain number yeah. going down. And when it's going up into triple digits. And you're doing the same thing, almost less. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Did you, did you, did that strike you at all or am I alone on that? Uh, no, I mean, that it did. I mean, you know, when you go from just slinging Cokes to now you have $300 bottles, mm -hmm. I mean, it's definitely, you know, but that's all part of, you know, having confidence. Not for me, it wasn't. I, I You know, I think part of it, though, was we opened the restaurant together, right? Mm -hmm. So, and I remember, like, the one of the food tasting thing was they put a spread out of, like, all the food that we were going to be serving. So, mm. so we got to taste the food, drink the wine, you know, this and that. So we were learning about how to taste it, wines that are just leveled up from different things. And so we kind of had the confidence with that we were dropping the check of that we were selling a good product, giving the great service, but we had a month to train and believe in ourselves so that when the time, time did come to drop the check, mm -hmm. we just had like the foundation of what we were doing was worth nice. what we were charging you. So you were there for a few years. Yeah. And then after there was, what's your next step? Uh, I went to go work at this place called 500 Blake Street, which is, is not around anymore, but it was a, uh, a foundation in New Haven of... Sounds know, fancy. It does sound fancy. <laughs> yeah. And this was like my, one of the, my most favorite places I worked mm -hmm. uh, in, my, in, in the past, and it was just awesome. Uh, but it was really, really upscale, one of the most nicest places. And if you go to New Haven, we're all Italian. And this was the nicest Italian place. The, the owner was connected. He owned a bank even. It was all bow tie, black bow tie, tux, vest, black pants. I mean, it was, and, and this is, I'm like in my 20s. Slick back hair, I, you know, in my prime. I used to stand in front of these mirrors and like just look at myself. Uh, I'm imagining <laughs> it. I, I, I see it. <laughs> I know that guy. <laughs> yep. Confidence to take on the world. You know, it was great. But it was awesome. And so now I went from, we had a couple specials at this other place, but now I'm talking like we would have three appetizer specials, three entree specials, and each of those specials would have about 10 ingredients. Five of them you've never heard of this certain mushroom before until that day. Hmm. And you had to basically stand in front of your tables and, and say these specials, yeah. right? So talk about leveling up. I mean, and I went from working with a crew that we kind of developed 
to now everyone at this restaurant and my this was another friend that brought me in they hadn't hired anyone there in like 10 years mm-hmm. these were professional servers and i was the youngest guy there even those professional guys some of them would read off their pad the specials mm-hmm. so hey 500 blake street our specials tonight are and i, I know just, you don't like that uh, i know you don't like that. Like, <laughs> no i mean dude I, you know and it's we'll get to this later about leveling up but it's like you have that downtime what servers do with their downtime it, it's just like you're you should always be working mm-hmm. right so i would spend the first hour just learning the learning the specials yeah right and you know guests notice that stuff when they see another table reading to the server reading to their specials and i'm just telling you casually like hey welcome to my restaurant like yeah this is what i have they, they, they yeah. buy about that comfortableness yeah oh, people yeah. totally do yeah like he knows what he's talking about this is our guy yeah, yeah. So that was my way to level up as like a young guy coming in with professional servers and and working there. And then, and this was like when New Haven was just starting to come of age before the restaurants. So then a bunch of restaurants opened up. They kind of lost their flame, 500 Blake. And then, so a lot of those older servers kind of moved on and I ended up being one of the top guys there fairly quickly. So that was awesome. And I would bring on the new people, yell at them for reading out of their notepads. (laughs) You know, just teaching people about the wines, a lot of Italian-based wines. And, you know, so so that was kind of, that was my 500 Blake Street experience. That was was a good place. I actually left the business for a little while when I went into sales. Looking back, what skills would you say that needed improvement from let's say 500 Blake Street till now. Like you're, you're obviously you're the now self. Yeah. What, what would you criticize about yourself back then? Oh, it's like all the world's a stage, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I was never really, I was so into myself, I think, and at my table and, you know, and now I realize, and, and what these guys have taught me is that when you're at a restaurant and you're a server, like you're on stage, like the whole time, the whole time, not just at your table, not at your the, table, the whole, the whole, everybody's looking at you, even other tables that aren't your tables. Yeah. Like I feel you. Right. So, so when you see like servers walking around a restaurant in between going from a table to go get your food, it's like, you have to always be head up. You're positive. You know, you, it's, it's kind of like what you said the other day is, uh, it's like you're a duck. You don't want to have people people see you treading water. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so so it's like that. It's just how you carry yourself all the time. You that that was a big part of what I learned now that I don't think I ever really thought about back then. Just the whole experience aspect of it from beginning to end. The minute somebody walks in the door, mm-hmm. I, I love saying hi to the people throughout the restaurant. Like yeah. As I'm walking through the restaurant, if I'm walking by a guest, hey, how are you doing? How's your experience going? I really feel like when a guest who has a server or anyone talk to them or say, ask them how they're doing, how's their experience going, that it makes them just feel like while they're at that place, everyone really cares about. Yeah, they're immersed into the whole dining experience as a whole. Yeah. Very nice. Tell me about your service style. How would you describe that? Yeah, mine is, uh, it's, it's just very relaxed. Like I've lived in seven states, something like this, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm a pretty diverse guy. I mean, I feel like I can get to know people kind of, my style is just more down to earth. Mm-hmm. Like my least favorite thing is when a server comes up to me and they're like, hi, I'm Jenny. I'll be taking care of you tonight. And they're just so fake about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. The place I'm at now, we have like freedom to kind of be ourselves. Okay. You know, their whole mantra is like we hire personality and train technique. Okay. So mine is I could walk up to people and I read the table a little bit first. I like to kind of as they sit, I'll eye them up. What kind of people are these? So like, do I have to be super professional at the mm-hmm. table? Can I be a little more relaxed? Now, I'm big on that. So share with me, what cues do you typically pick up on? Well, or I mean, like- that's tough to explain. I mean, I feel like it's 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 almost like people are kind of the have personalities that are the you You have your guests mm-hmm. and you kind of know what kind of diners you have. And you just have to learn that from experience. But you know, you sit and is it like, is it two couples? Is it parents with their kids? Mm-hmm. Is it a, is it a, you know, so, so you kind of like, you're constantly gra- a gathering data, right? You're yeah. looking at them. And then when you start to talk to them, you see their mannerisms, you see how, if they joke with you mm-hmm. or if they're just silently staring blankly at you and things <laughs> yeah. like that, you know, things aren't necessarily going to be funny to them. So 
it's it's a it's a moving nebulous thing that keeps growing and you're yeah. constantly gathering information yeah and i think your greet right when you walk up to the table is important you know absolutely yeah like i you have to be enthusiastic you gotta, you gotta, hook you gotta yeah. hook them either got to. whether it's like you said like depending on what the kind of vibe is you either come in funny you come in direct however you're going to do it just way you get to the point of that kind of audience right i've walked up to tables and been like my favorite greet that I love doing is, hey, what's up, party people? Uh, how, are you, <laughs> how are we doing today? <laughs> like, you know, because you're just setting the tone that they're going to have a good time. Yeah. But you can't, you can't do that to like two lawyers with their, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you can and they'll love it. Yeah. But it's like you have to, you have to feel that vibe that, that people you'll get from experience. Um, but yeah, my, my style is more just more, more down to earth. You know, I'm not, I try to, I try to teach people how just not to be like, fake about it you know how just to be to, authentic yeah just how to be authentic i guess is a good word service is part art part science the the art being the unteachable like that you mentioned and the science has to be there are certain points that you have to steps of service and things yeah, like that like you said like you said earlier the technique and that stuff like the, the yeah these things about, you yeah. can't ignore absolutely yeah. absolutely now what what proportions do they exist is it 50-50? Is, uh, is the art a little bit more? Is it 60-40? Or... I think the art is is honestly not a lot. Mm. It, it's, it's, I'd say it's like an 80-20, right? For, for technique and, yeah. and just throwing a little bit of art. Okay. Yeah. Just because there, there's a lot that goes into a technique. A technique, I mean, involves so much. Technique is your teamwork. Technique is your moving around the restaurant, is your knowledge your ability to do the research outside of work. I mean, that all is your technique. And then if you're really working hard at your technique, your style is gonna is gonna just be successful. Mm. So that'll flow naturally. That'll be the 20% that'll just flow naturally for you. Tell me about your place. Tell me about the service there. What, what do I expect and, yeah. and what, what is your experience? So I, I work at this company now. We're called, the whole, it's, it's a pretty big company in Atlanta. It started here. It's called Rocket Farms. Uh, Rocket Farms restaurant. So, and the whole mantra of of the company is that they want to rocket your career to the next level, which kind of pairs with this show, leveling up, right? Nice. So they really believe in 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 hiring personality and teaching technique, right? Mm -hmm. Because what we do is like I used to have my manager there. He would say, "What we do, it's not brain surgery, no. No. right? It's not rocket science. It's not rocket science. <laughs> it's not brain surgery. <laughs> you know, I love it because." I've been there three years. Before that, I was working up in uh, this little town, Woodstock, for three years for this mom-pop place. It was awesome, and they really took care of me. But what I learned there is is basically the whole um, my whole career before that. Like I was saying, I worked at all these button-up places, real nice. Mm -hmm. And plus, in New Haven, like they don't, you could kind of be cool with your tables, but these people, like I was telling you before, the, the culture in New Haven is just very different. Like they want you to be a server serving them like you couldn't vibe with your tables as much like it was very white tablecloth like gotcha. the professional kind of a little bit starchier yeah a little starchier exactly and 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 that's it's how i think not heard almost kind of thing seen and not heard yeah yeah and that's how service used to be though mm -hmm. too like 20 years ago i mean that's you know it's so now so now i come fast forward to this i'm down in atlanta where people are just nicer mm -hmm. and i and i was working with my tables down here and and my and I would say to my boss, I would get these really good tape, tips off tables that I did vibe with, and be, and who I be, did become friends with, and they knew they would give me these good tips, and I'd say to my boss, like my owner, and I'm like, Dad, this is lame. Why do I have to be their best friend to get a good tip? Why can't people just give me the good tip I would get in Connecticut for having good service? Yeah. I know it's the best service they've ever had because Johnny D gives the best service. <laughs> Johnny D got you. He's got you. Okay. I'm right? your guy. I'm your guy. I'm your guy. Like, but, <laughs> you know, so, and she's just, she's, look, that's the difference. People now want the experience. They want the friendship. It's called hospitality for a reason, mm. right? It's, and it's part of it now. She really kind of just changed my mentality of that. And, and, and that's kind of what we're all about now here at Rocket Farms. Literally, when my tables leave, I don't ask them, how was everything? I ask how was your experience? Because it's all about the experience now, mm -hmm. right? From start to finish, from being their friends. Kind of what sets up um, us apart now is that we create, it's almost like stressful, dude, because when you start your day, it's like, it's not like you're just going to go take orders anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are a destination spot. Like Saturday nights, it's anniversary table, birthday table, birthday gotcha. table. 
And these people know from our reputation that we create custom experiences for people, right? So it's like, but it's like, it's dude, it's the best thing because I love what I do and I love creating these experiences for people. And it's all about talking to your tables. You know, we have couples that come in and it's, it's their, they're coming in for their anniversary mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, slide. Oh, really? You guys are here for your anniversary? Oh, where did, where did he propose to you? Oh, he did it on the beach in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? When? Oh, you find out when. And then you go in the back and you give those, the information to your boss and you have them print a star map of the date they got engaged, where it was, and you do a star map of the stars over that when he proposed to her. And then at the Fantastic. end, you come out with this framed star map and be like, bam, that's this pretty, is for that's, you guys. That's really cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's kind of what I love about where I work now. I mean, we're able to provide custom experiences it's just tailored to each people we get to be ourselves we get to be f- and, and kind of like just be the rock stars that we all kind of became and when you work with people who are hired based on personality it's 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 pretty cool now what's the downside to that is there a personality clash is it too much personality or or does it blend well i mean well it's a big restaurant so i think with any big restaurant you're going to have personality clashes, mm-hmm. you know. But for the most part, everyone there really gets along, especially right now. You know, we kind of went through an initiative. When I, start, when I started there, it was pre-COVID, and they were six years into running, not even like, I think it was like five years into running this restaurant. Gotcha. And it's weird. I have this weird thing about every time I start a restaurant, I'm always like, they haven't hired anyone in a while. But when I come in in a suit for, you know, an interview... And with all this experience, they kind of have no choice to bring me in, you know? It shows that you're serious. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you, you show up with a pen <laughs> and a suit. You got people, it's like, do you even want a job? Do you want a job or not? Yeah. You just come off the beach or what? Yeah. We have that. Florida's oh, that. super casual. Dude, when I worked at the place up in Woodstock, that was like our thing. I had to interview all these people that would come in all the time for jobs. Mm-hmm. And people would come in literally, hey, can I fill out an application? And, and I'd be like, sure, here's your application. And then they'd be like, well, do you have a pen I could use? No. Yeah. <laughs> if no. it's an afterthought, even if you think you're just picking up the application, you walking away, you don't want to put that forward. Yeah. You never know who's going to see you, what's going to... Who you're talking to. Who you're talking to. You could be a manager on the floor, you yeah. know, working. So there are some servers that, you know, Absolutely. manage and things yeah. like that and have a lot of Key influence. Key servers, all that kind of, yeah. Exactly. Key employees, all, you know, you never know who... Might be the person that gives that first appearance to exactly. Right. If, if you're going on a date, you have to be intentional every time. Every time, especially well, women do it too. I was going to say especially being a guy, but you you are asking them to to go on a date for a reason. Yeah, it's not an accident. So why are you showing up <laughs> accidentally? If you want a job, be intentional about getting the job. Yeah, and bring your pen. Mm-hmm. Bring a maybe maybe a suit is a little overboard for some people, but it shows but, you know, that you're serious. The part. Exactly, yeah. you, you the shows part. especially if it's a really nice place. Yeah, that that place and and you get the job. Yeah, we have people, man. T-shirts, t-shirts, flip flops, booty shorts. Yo, <laughs> yo, it, it. You look at them like. Did you really want to work? No, nah, you don't really want to work here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody's just looking at them like it's gonna work out. <laughs> I, I know you're not supposed to write on on. Um, on applications, but I'm sure we're not the only ones that used to do it. We would write no pen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We did. Yeah. Yeah. No pen, no job. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, just, <laughs> I, I come from a good, I mean, I, I used to go on interviews. I mean, and I think anybody should. You go on interviews, definitely go on interviews for jobs that you don't even want because you learn just how to interview. How to interview? Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, even mm. if you're going for a job to take out the garbage, you dress up, you wear, you know. But that's, that's you gotta be serious. That, hey, that might be a little old school too. My old get off your lawn sensibilities are, are, are <laughs> passing people by, man. It's it's, it's wild. Yeah. It really is how. But there's certain things. I mean, yes, it might like I said, it might be old school. But I also feel like those traditional things are what sets you apart as a person as well, and puts you true yeah. where you're gonna be at. It's like that movie with Robert De Niro. Uh, what was it? The Intern. Yeah. He didn't have to dress up, but he dressed up. He felt mm-hmm. comfortable. He you. Listen, I believe, especially as a, a man that's older, right? You, you dress up. I'm not a kid. Yeah. You know, you, you, you present yourself a certain way, and I want to present myself a certain way. Of 
course, I'm going to dress down when, the, and not dress down, but dress appropriately mm-hmm. for certain things. But I'm not a kid. Yeah. I, I don't want to wear that. I don't want holes in my jeans. <laughs> I used to do that. Like Jay-Z said, I don't wear jerseys. I'm 30 plus. I need a clean pair of jeans, button ups. That's right. <laughs> That's it, man. Now, in the level up, you're, you're at this place. Do you feel like, what are the advantages now of, of being a seasoned vet? You, you're, you're seeing the matrix yeah. almost, right? Yeah, every night. Yeah. When the... When the you see it before ones. it happens, right? Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> plus two, I, I think that, well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, when I feel it, my boss used to say when I worked at this, I worked at this um, place and it, I worked at this really small place and I was the only server on Monday nights. It was me and my best friend was working the bar mm-hmm. and I would work the floor, but I would get like 12 tables at once. And this was like also a nice, really nice Italian restaurant. And my boss would be like, dude, are you okay? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah I'm in my element right now mm. like I'm happy <laughs> this is how I want it to be so so yeah I mean you see you, you see it before it's happening or or you see it in you get to it's almost like you see it in slow-mo yeah when you're when you're at this level you know what advice would you give to somebody who is applying and there might be a gap in experience so they're leveling up what what's your advice for them uh I mean I used to, I used to, kind of not multitask. Okay. Like if I needed something from over here and then something from over there, I would literally just go get that, go to my table, go get that, go to my t- situational server. Yeah, but that that'll kill you. Oh, so I mean, I'll wear you we, we out. Talk about that all the time. <laughs> you yeah. wear oh, you yeah, out. Yeah. yeah, it's all about his words are consolidate your steps. Yeah, consolidate consolidate your, steps. your steps. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so that is a big number one thing, and you know. And that you'll, it's going to be different in every restaurant. True. So, you know. It, but also other restaurants, if you don't, it'll kill you. Because oh. uh, where the, the the scope of it, the landscape of it, you might get ketchup over here and the patio is 150 yards away. Yeah. And you're weaving through and then you're situational. You'll wore yourself out. You're, you're finished. <laughs> you're finished. Yeah. yeah, because you go to get ketchup and your By coworker the used the back, last one and yeah. didn't replace it. Yeah. Now you're already behind and you got to go get more catch up. So, you know, yeah, it's, you definitely got to count. And, and, and now you'll learn at every different restaurant, you know, kind of the ebbs and flows of, you know, are the spoons going to be there? Should I go look for spoons or should I just nip it in the bud and go back to dish and grab a spoon from back there? <sighs> That's tough, man. That, that'll sink you. When, when those little things aren't in place. Oh, it, it, I, I lost it. Two that weeks creates ago. the weeds in itself. I lost it two weeks ago. Pounding <laughs> on the bar, fist like, <laughs> freaking out. I don't have time for this. Because it was maddening. I, I, I just needed a couple of things to go right. Yeah. And it wasn't there. And we're the face. Yeah. And I'm not going to, my table does, my guests don't know anything else but me. Right. And I don't want them to know anything mm-hmm. else but me. So I'm your guy. I am the captain. <laughs> <laughs> look at me, look at me. I'm the captain now. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. As great as you are, it's going to affect you at the table. Yes. You know, when, you're, when your attitude goes south, it's... it's whether it's a bad tip that you just can't shake off or whether you're, you, you ran out of this, it's, it's just a downward spiral that you, you want to avoid getting yeah. into. Yeah. 
and that's that's another part about leveling up you know you you, you gotta you gotta always keep stay positive man you just got it you know another thing too um that i like to level up is is you just got to know your menu i mean i've worked with people who just don't take the time to like learn the menu or learn oh, the yeah, drinks absolutely. and or, i think you being originally coming as a chef, I guess that background, menu knowledge is huge for you, I'm sure. Yeah. Because it's one of those, I've always noticed people that work in the back of the house first, mm -hmm. they come forward and they always have very good menu knowledge. It is, but I'm also, you know, I also try to teach people is like, go in the back and hang out with the chefs when they're prepping. Oh, yeah. Come mm -hmm. in early and watch them prep. Watch them make the soup. Yeah. Watch them put the ingredients into that soup that your guests are going to ask about. It, it, it's a big part of it. Go stand at the line when we're slow and watch them sauteing the food. Then you could, then you could, when your table, as you're building the dish, when you're explaining it to your table, you're, you're, you're accessing you're that knowledge. It's visual. At that right. Point. Yeah. How do you handle the gap in knowledge between your guests and the menu? when the knowledge doesn't always, doesn't always come from you. I'm a naturally curious person. And then when, when I'm getting the specials, like, is this yeah. you know and i'll go back there i'll either ask the chef and i say okay what what is this oh uh, oh that's it so then but i feel like if there's too much it, it can i feel like it can alienate the guests a little bit too much menu in the description on, in the menu or too much of a of, of a gap information to where you can't simplify it to the guests is what he's trying correct. to say correct oh, there yeah. are some things that are really challenging to explain yeah yeah it's like okay. I had some uh, some guests come in and uh, just in the breakfast shift, and they asked about you know like grits and should I get the grits or the home fries? I said, well, well they go, what is the grit? I go, <sighs> <laughs> you're gonna get the it home fries. It took me a year to learn what grits I were when I moved down here. I'm gonna go through the whole explanation of the grit for you right at this point. <laughs> go to Waffle House a <laughs> couple and, times. And okay. I mean, and come I back. Got it. I, you know, I get. Yeah. But yeah, it was just I just had to just scare them away from it all together. I was like, no, that's funny. <laughs> it's, it's moments like that where you don't want to make the guests feel like they're dumb correct you know, or not yeah dumb but correct yeah, what if they're yeah you know what is it i mean what is it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is it great i still don't know yeah, uh, i watched my cousin Vinny. that's how i learned about grits. Yeah, yeah exactly you instant know. grits no southern and then respectable <laughs> person will make instant grits and i had a latin table and i and, I, and they knew what polenta was. I said, yeah. well, it's a bird, it's, so grits are kind of like polenta. Yeah. And they're like, okay, it's texture-wise. I said, it's a different taste, but it's, mm -hmm. and, they, and they said, oh, I get it. You yeah. know? So you just got to find that happy medium. But, you know, I didn't know for this group of where, I couldn't remember exactly where they were, but they're from Europe somewhere. Yeah. And I didn't want to, I didn't say, in my head, I was like, I don't know enough European food to kind of I mean, they should it. have, I mean, Italians do polenta. I mean, it's cornmeal. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's what we actually used to say with grits yeah. is that it's just like polenta. Yeah. But I mean, to answer your question, I think it's tough. It's kind of like what I tell people. You you have to know your menu. Yeah. You have to. I mean, we'll have specials come out and it's like, okay, we'll have this rando fish, you know, that we'll have that night. And then it's like, you just got to go in the back, take the time to do the research. I, I mean, it's we're lucky now because we have phones. You know, yeah, I can absolutely. go I can go Wikipedia a fish, find out where it's from, how it's fished. It's sustainable, you know. So you just you just have to do it, and I mean I don't know I have a, a pretty good research based background, and mm -hmm. I was a teacher, so you know I kind of use that to teach my tables, but it's all part of the experience. I mean you know, and you got to be enthusiastic about it. So if they don't know something, you could just be like, oh, let me tell you about this. Yeah, this stuff is amazing. Like it's so cool, and it's great we have it on the menu because it's different and new, and the chefs were so excited about putting it on there, yeah. and you're gonna love it. You know, so sometimes you don't even have to go in depth from it and to just try it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then we'll talk about it. Like, so. So, so how do you like it? Yeah. yeah. So how do you like it? <laughs> oh, the chef is dying to know because yeah. he want you know, so yeah. it, it's like, it's all creating that experience for someone. Now it's, it's almost like now you've got something to talk about and yeah. an experience. And, and now it's like, you're also teaching them something new. So then they get to go tell their friends, oh, sure. I went to this restaurant and they had this weird mushroom that I had never even heard of. <laughs> and it was amazing. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, menu yeah. knowledge, I don't consider it a part of leveling up. I mean, because it's the base yeah. Of, well, yeah. of everything. You think that you would think that that's true. I mean, there are a lot of things that I don't always know because there's so many. Yeah. There, there's know, a lot of facets. There's, there's a lot, a lot, and a lot of little ingredients. And there's nothing questions either. Yeah. But I find that on the, on the base as a server, you have to know your menu and that is, when you know that when they're asking you questions and you said oh yeah boom 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 okay it but gives you that 
But listen to this. I mean, we we have a mutual friend here that runs a restaurant. And when I helped him launch this restaurant, we, in part of our training every day, we had to know every single ingredient in every single sauce. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking like in the salad dressing that was a vinaigrette, Mm -hmm. you had to know each 15 ingredient that went into that dressing. Yeah. Every sauce, every ingredient. How many waiters you work with that that could do that? You know, I mean, that must be empowering once you get through that, uh, that fire because you know you can keep your guests safe you know that you can really steer them in the right directions if you, if something is similar that they don't enjoy you're like oh that has so and so that happened to me uh, last week it was a shellfish allergy and they wanted it without shrimp and i said i still can't give you that dish because yeah. there's clam juice in the sauce mm-hmm. you know and so i was so proud of myself you know but yeah. uh it, it, it takes that. Yeah. But let let me... Do you ready to play a game? Yeah, let's, let's, play. let's do game time. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, simple, just a couple of questions That's of fine. would you rather, but it, it, no, it's, I like it's it. uh, interesting to me. So would you rather do a double or a clopin? Uh, I, I'm a double guy. I love doubles. Okay. I don't know what a clopin is. Close open. Close open. You close uh, the night? Oh, you open and then you open the, the next yeah. day? I don't know. I'm a workhorse. I do doubles and open the next day too. But I, I love Ooh. doubles. Yeah. Ooh. It depends how much money I need for the week. I guess, right? <laughs> um, John's like, it's rent week. Give me that clothing oh, double, bro. Right? That, that I wouldn't want to put that on anybody because I don't know how you operate. You might operate on batteries. How early is the open? Huh? Well, that's the real question. See, right? that's the question. Yeah. That actually, that is that, the question. See, that's a great question. That's a but, great question. But I'll actually know, though. Because I, I used to do doubles and had no problem with the next day open. And then my restaurant decided to do breakfast, and that was just a thing of the past. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the breakfast is we in the yeah, morning. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I would say, honestly, the double. Because right before COVID, I had, you know established myself at the restaurant and got in these good sh- And I was working three doubles a week. Mm-hmm. Monday, off Tuesday, Wednesday double off Thursday, Friday double. Mm. And then I, that was it. That was all I needed. And I was making enough money. And off on weekends, look and, at you. Well, so I would pick up Saturdays. It was like kind of a thing. I did, I, I've always, I've always not worked Saturdays, weaseled my way into not working Saturdays as a thing. I'll be like, tell my manager, like, look, don't put me on Saturdays. And then, then I could, <laughs> no, but then you could pick up. Yeah, you have the option. You have an you option to, to pick up yeah. and then it allows the your coworkers if they have a last minute concert yeah. or last minute this, I knew they knew they could hit me up and be yeah. like, hey man, uh, I got this thing. Can you, can you please work for me? Mm-hmm. And I would always pick up because if I didn't have anything to do, which I Might have well a boring life, I don't. <laughs> Might as well make some money. So, so dude, to be a, to do a double, have a day off, double day off, that's, that's the way to do it. Now, what, you have a, let's say you have a, a five top, right? Mm-hmm. Would you rather make five hot teas or five cappuccinos? Uh, is, do I have an auto frother or am I frothing from scratch? Scratch. Baby. You know what? So I told you I worked at an Italian restaurant. Okay. I the answer is your answer. all these, dude, cappuccinos, they're my nightmare. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I love where I'm at now because we don't have to make the cappuccinos. The bar the does. does. Oof, it yeah. hurts. And I used to have to make my own. Yeah. Creme brulee. So you're saying. Uh, so teas. You're rolling with the teas. Teas. Yeah. If I don't have a, a, a frother, I'm rolling with the teas. Gotcha, Danny. Yeah, teas are easier. I mean, I'm good either way. I've I've learned how to learn use the frother and I have a, a system for when it comes to cappuccino, but. Five is still a lot, regardless. I love yeah, five. Teas. Yeah, five is a lot. You loathe teas. Loathe them. <laughs> I mean, because they are we have... doing honey? Is there lemon involved? Cream? I'm what's pretty up? easy, actually. Is I, this tea and honey? Is this hot water? <laughs> like, what's the... My tea is just the hot water. I put, I put, I keep it simple. I put all the tea bags inside the cup, and I put a spoon in the lemon. And if they so you're want, not bringing the tea box? No. I put, I, if there's like, because let's say I have four tea, but let's say there's four teas, oh, no. I put them all in there. I'm Let's asking so first. You're getting I'm five, asking you're first. You're getting five. Okay, so that's no. my issue what do you with want? teas, right? Do you want green tea, black tea? What do you want? And then it's tea bag, hot water, and you ask. It's kind of like, yeah, even, yeah. Do you want honey? Do you want milk? Yeah, well, because you, well, you know, like certain people will say if, if they ask for milk, then they're, they want an English breakfast or they want something like a nah, black you, tea. No, you're, you're, you're setting up for failure because you're making five teas, not one. 
Why what are, are the chances? <laughs> You're passionate about this tea, huh? Because you have to, you have to spend the time selling them. You have to go to the table with the Why tea box and go back. Why are we selling teas? Danny's like, we're um, at, sorry. It's the scenario. Uh, <laughs> Nobody said you had to sell nah, the tea. I'm saying, okay, we're at a tea and, and the say, frother's broken. <laughs> Here's your check. And you grab them. No, I'm, what I'm saying is, let's just pretend that they say, oh, we'll like to have hot teas. Okay. Then you still got to sell the particular tea. Are you going to memorize the seven teas that you have and say, do you want this, 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 and no, this? And hopefully three. it's in the freaking box. I'm three and I'm keeping it moving. I'm giving what's in the box. Then you got to bring the box. I'm not bringing the box. I'm making cappuccinos, no. my friend. I mean, I, I don't mind. I could, see, I, could see, I could see it both ways. But I think with the tea, if you have five people, you can first go. My technique would probably be. First okay, bring the box. No, no. First, I would go get the milk, get the lemons, get the sugar. Put that on the table. Then okay. all you have to do is come back with, with the box? five hot waters. I mean, I guess it there's, depends how weeded you are. Because now I'm like three steps in. There's a spoon. In. There's a sugar. It yeah. cappuccino just. Whereas cappuccino is boom, sugar stick. I don't know. Gone. I might be skewing towards cappuccinos now. <laughs> Can I pay for an auto frother? <laughs> 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 Hey boss, uh, this I'm, I'm investing in this for the restaurant moving forward. <laughs> the tea seems so hard. I know. Yo, I'm telling you. It's well, like, I'll tell you. It's this a lot is... of work. He already went to the table twice. Yeah. And if he didn't go I to the table, any of that there's yet. a large, like five teas are not fitting on one like round you, tray. You, you got to get the big ovals. Where you're at now, do you guys have a lot of teas and cappuccinos? Uh, it, it, we do. Well... Because we don't. Yeah, I only have three. At my place. Three or four max. We'll run out of teas and my manager won't even like... No, I mean, we're lucky. We serve a lot of old people, so... So teas and coffees, yeah. Teas, coffees, cappuccinos, espressos, espresso teenies. All right, next question. Next question. <laughs> I hate them both. <laughs> That's the answer. You just hate it so That's my answer. Rough Neither. Right there. That's we're at a tea and the, and the espresso machine's broken. Oh, I'd love That's my answer. <laughs> I used to just make the tea. Didn't give them a choice. Yeah, yeah. No, bitter, that's easier. Okay. Well, that's the thing too. Is don't ask. Yeah. What, we have green tea and black tea. What do you want? Mm, yeah. No, we got like all those exotics. There's like seven of them. Oh yeah, yeah. you can have that. I can't stand the tea box. Yeah. The what do you got? Box. Next? I can't stand it. Uh, all right. Ask there's me a guy at the table. Got? Would you rather obnoxious but generous or uh-huh. cheap but nice? I like obnoxious and generous. generous. (laughs) I miss the obnoxious but generous, to be honest. Like, that's how people, that's how the Italians are. Like, Mm. they'll treat you like, like, the worst. The worst. But, but not then the bad worst. Right. It's just they're sarcastic. They're yeah. go get me this, boy. Well, I which mean, is funny because you can. But then you can play at them, right? Yeah, they yeah, don't mind exactly. it. They almost prefer it. It's a sometimes. give and take. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You don't mind the give and take at that point. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I miss that, man. That's what I miss about you know in the South. You can't. You don't really get that. You know, when I have guests that are come in from New York, like first of all, being from up there, like you know immediately when someone's from New York, and then they start get razzing you, and you're just like, yes, yes. <laughs> get to be more of myself right now <laughs> so and then they always you know they always I, those people always take care of you yeah we have a couple more what's worse incomplete party or the party that comes 10 minutes till close i like the incomplete party actually because because first what's of all, worse yeah the, uh, the one party that's complete 10 minutes to close or one party's incomplete and you know what that is like it depends on friday night Nine o'clock. Nine no, eight thirty. Sorry, eight thirty. No, nine o'clock. Nine o'clock incomplete. Versus ten to close, whatever that is. Ten minutes before. Are they Latin? Oh God, don't do that. <laughs> don't don't start don't start burning people. Don't start burning people. Um, I'll take the incomplete. I'll, I'll do the incomplete. <laughs> Just so I don't get myself in trouble. <laughs> incomplete party. Incomplete. Okay, yeah, I like the incomplete because, yeah, especially might, if it, you, you are we get, talking? You can get them drinks. And yeah, stuff, you can get them drinks. They, you don't have they, to. They yeah. filter in. It's better. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can grab a couple drinks. I hate my. I hate taking drink orders for ten people at once. Mm. So I like when the incomplete party yeah, comes like, in because you can. Four come in and then like maybe another yeah. like three trickle in and mm. yeah, you're good. I feel like I feel the same way. Okay. That. You know, especially with parties of ten, then you could usually if there's parties of 10 it's it's hard to single out somebody to be like oh what are we doing here what are we celebrating yeah. 
you know, when you have like two people, you could be like, you get the oh, information and everything yeah, you get the information, you get some drinks. It's I love starting parties like that. Mm. You would not get along with Omar. Omar. I was just listening to Omar's podcast on the way down yeah. here. He absolutely loves it. Really? Like he won't even he don't want to talk to you if you're yeah. incomplete. This, the dude's insane. Yeah, I was <laughs> He's the fire starter at the place, right? Yeah, he said, yeah. He, he's like he they doesn't want to give him menus. I mean, no doububt I, I it's annoying when people are especially when it you have a, a incomplete a, a, a long a way small faster. section, say you have a section of a of a tent top and then two two deuces mm-hmm. and your party's like just strolling in. And now they're gonna, you're gonna miss a turn because this party came in late. Yeah. I hope you're listening, guests. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of rude and, and all, but at the same time, the way you're comparing it, I hate being, I hate late parties. Yeah. No. Like my dude, I'll my, take my boss used to when I, if you were there late, he would just turn the air off and light up a cigar. And you ain't staying. <laughs> he is the and master I, of the getting rid of the people that come in late um, anyways. I, I'm the closer. Yeah. I get them out. That's I, a skill. I get. Oh, it's a skill. And that you can't teach. <laughs> I, I, I can't do that. I'm not I good tried. At oh, I'm really, really good at it. All right. There's two more. Okay. okay. Let's rock. What's worse? End it on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's worse? Modify everything guy or ask a million questions and then get an app as entree? Um... Originally, I was going to say modify guy, but you can always tell the modify guy no. So I will go with the million question guy because I don't want the appetizer at the end. You better get something for real. No, but that's that's what he does. I know. So I, I don't want that. I don't want to ask a million questions and get nothing. Okay, gotcha. I would say modify guy too. I don't mind the modify guy. Okay. I, I I don't mind it. I mean, I feel I feel yeah, like because, I mean, get what, what you want, man. Yeah, I get mean, what you want. But as as long as it's within reason, and I'm yeah. talking, you know, if it's within reason, I get it. Yeah. Do you? You yeah. know, but. Okay. But man, people got to ask know questions. Quick if it's not within reason. I'm going to tell you what you when, when you pass the reasonable line. Yeah. No, we do not do that. Yeah, I, uh, Can I substitute these two string beans for an entire side? No. no. That's not going to happen. It's green. I'll take a salad. <laughs> yeah. I got a ridiculous one the other day. I was like. No. So which one for you? Uh, modify guy. I tell him all the time. I said. As long as it's income in my pen, you can get whatever you want. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. You, and it's, you pay for it's it. your money. Yeah. That's what about. It's your money. Mm, you can, I, I don't even mention money. Yeah. <laughs> I, if, if, if I know it's something, I say, oh, I could get to that for you as a side. I yeah. let them know that yeah, exactly. it's a charge or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I know what I could do, but I let you, I write it down all day, yeah. modify, know this, know that, ball. <laughs> but if it's something that gets me in trouble, like, oh, no, that's, if the kitchen's looking at me sideways because, hard now. because yeah. you decided to start doing this, like, I'm like, you, you're trying to get me fired? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Pull back a little bit. Let's yeah. let's consolidate something here. Let's let, let's meet in the middle. <laughs> I'm here to help you. Help let's me. Meet, yes. Help you. Yeah, absolutely. Or I, or I tell him, I, I'll let him know. It's like, maybe this is not the dish for you. Let's, absolutely. Let's look somewhere else. Yeah. Can I, can I, can I point you to a nice sea bass? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> can I put you in a trout? What do I need to do to put you in a trout today? <laughs> you know? Uh, last one. Inspired by the, the the first of our kickoff holidays, you rather work on Valentine's Day or Mother's Day? Mother's, Two top rookie. Mother's Day, really? Yeah, I know that's that's and that's the probably that's the granddaddy. Yeah. yeah, that's the granddaddy of them all. But <clears throat> I have really good memories of working on Mother's Day. Um, but 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 it kind of goes back to my style. Yeah, is that you know I treat everyone at my table like my like I'm serving my mother, mm. right? And my mom is literally the worst person you can go to a restaurant <laughs> with. Oh, I mean, she's a you know Jewish woman from the Bronx. It's <laughs> uh, I, she's a night. Uh, literally, when I go with her, I'll give the server twenty bucks before I even sit down. And yeah, be like, look, here you go, man. This is gonna be an experience for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, te- I and that's and I think that's important to me. Like, I treat everybody like family at my tables. I really try to try to do that you know so so i don't mind the mother's day parties whereas like valentine's day march of the wooden deuces i don't know that's uh and that those are level up uh level. they're leveling up from you know their lower tier restaurant to a nicer place so yeah they're not used to that type of whatever and rookie rookie diners yeah rookie diners and you know danny Oh, I don't work by Valentine's Day because it's my daughter's birthday, so they don't even get that out of me. Oh, um, <laughs> so I have Did no you problem plan that? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, but All right, nine months Mother's prior Day to is the day. move, so yeah. I, I don't mind Mother's Day, actually. Like you said, and you get larger parties. You can kind of, 
Mother's Day is a, like I said, it's all deuces on Valentine's Day. Who wants to deal with that nightmare, yeah. the weight, all of the above? Yeah. It's a pandemic. <laughs> I, I say Valentine's Day because I have my gun out on Valentine's Day. I will rob you. I have ways to rob you. I on Valentine's Day. Yeah. On Valentine's Day. Yeah. So, but Mother's Day, I I think because I've had traumatic experiences <laughs> that Mother's Day. and 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 he's and he'll be at a Sunday brunch, so it'll be totally different. Yeah, it, it's, it's it's an emotional day. It's it's brunch, <laughs> it's brunch and Mother's Day. Like we do brunch, which is stressful enough, and then you jam Mother's Day inside <laughs> of it. You see it in his uh, face. Yeah, you guys, yes, you guys have seen his face. I just realized that. <laughs> And uh, it's 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 a little much it's, for me. It's definitely an experience. I mean, it's, it's a brunch. It's a little it's much a, for me. Especially, yeah, I don't know. It, I I will avoid that at all costs. I mean, <laughs> it, it signifies a sigh of. He'll be working Mother's Day. Don't let him lie to you. I, I can't take off. <laughs> and I was like, oh, but yeah, denied. <laughs> I like Mother's Day. Yeah. All right, we're gonna leave you on that. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy our show. One way that you could support us is uh, check out our Patreon. Yeah. So if you want to be one of our supporters, we we are currently traveling. So this is what we do with uh, with our podcast now. We're in video. So check us out on YouTube. YouTube. Once he makes a YouTube channel. It's made. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I really you know. appreciate you guys doing the show. I mean, you know, I kind of reached out to you guys. I, I found the show last year. I was going through you know, stuff in my career of whether or not I wanted to keep going with this. And, and it was all about leveling up, man. I just kind of had reached it like a, a, a stagnant point in my career and I, and I wanted to get better. And so I was kind of looking for uh, uh, ways to get better. And, and I found your show and I have learned so much just listening to the shows over the past year. And, and so I just really thank you guys for oh, doing this. I, I really you. hope a lot more people find the show and, and, and use this because it is a really great career that I've had great, great success doing you know, and, and, and it enables you to live the, a great life. You know, I get to I get to s- spend the days with my kids as they're growing up. Yeah. Go in when everyone else is eating dinner, get out and still have a life. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. so 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 if you could really make a career out of it, you know, it's you make great money. You, you lead a healthy life, active life doing it. And, and it's just it's a great career. So, you, you know, help the thing you guys are doing is just great. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. If you. If you have a slow uh, social life, kick it up a notch being uh, in, yeah. a, in oh, the absolutely. service industry. It's incredible. And, What's the other um, way to reach us? On uh, Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram. At The Modern Waiter Podcast. Email me. TheModernWaiter at gmail.com. You ready to do some lunch? Yeah, we're going to eat. Yeah. Okay. We got a couple more days. Uh, we'll we're going to eat you. some grits. we'll see you next time I'm Marlon Joseph the Modern Waiter I'm Danny DeVille subscribe 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 people we'll see you next time thank you so much let's get it they wonder what we about and we tell them you suckers can't touch us Powerful as Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to 1 gigabit per second. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply.